Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Between You and Me. I'm so happy to be here. Um, if you guys haven't heard the first episode of season three, go check it out. We talked about um, the biggest lessons I learned. But if you have, then cool. Today, we're talking about something different. <clears throat> what I did in this episode is something that I do pretty often. And I realized that a lot of you guys have a common theme, common questions that have to do with friendship, which is such a big topic, which I've talked about a couple times in the uh, podcast so far. But because it's such a big topic and there's so much more to talk about, I opened up a little advice session Q&A type of thing on my Instagram, which is at Between You and Me podcast. So if you guys want to be a part of future questions for episodes like this, go follow that Instagram account. I also have my DMs open. I read them. I also have a TikTok with DMs open, which is at Between You and Me pod. So that's, those are all the socials where you guys can be a part of this for future reference. But like I said, we're talking about friendship. I did just approximately five minutes ago record the beginning, like 10 minutes of this podcast and I went so off topic. So I had to start again. I think my brain needed some time to warm up, but I think we're ready. I think we're ready to get into some of these questions. A lot of you guys gave me topics and situations that you're in right now that have to do with friendship. So I want to attack those, get into them. A lot of them have common themes, so I'm going to group some of the questions and stuff together so that we can get to the bottom of it all together. Okay, here we go. Somebody asked, they're struggling with being close to just a few people and instead seem to have a lot of surface level friends. And then another person asked how to evolve a friendship from being friends to best friends. I think those two questions kind of have a lot in common when it comes to what my answer is going to be because it's very similar in terms of the idea that you have a lot of people that you don't feel extremely close to that don't feel like a ride or die type of best friend but you've got a lot of people around you that keep you company and that are there and that um, you can hang out with when you want to hang out with so I'm going to start from the top friendships and what you want out of a friendship is up to you now, it seems like in these two situations, you guys want someone who's closer. You want someone who is going to be there for you all the time and that has space to have you as a best friend in their life consistently. This can be something a little bit hard to achieve. And not, I'm not trying to say it in a way where it's like, don't, don't go and try and do that. Like, don't waste your time because it's very achievable. But what I'm trying to say is that it takes effort. I had a whole episode about friendship in the first season where I talked about the parallel, I guess, of a romantic relationship and a friendship and like a very, very close friendship, like the one that we're talking about right now. And what I want to remind you guys is that the same way that a relationship, a romantic relationship takes a lot of effort, takes a lot of communication, takes a lot of time and energy and space 
from you, so does a very, very close friendship, especially during the beginning stages of developing a friendship. I think that if you're right now looking for someone like that, you need to be aware of that and aware of how much you're willing to give to another person and that you're consciously knowing that this is what it's going to be like because I don't know, maybe you don't, maybe you haven't experienced that before. Maybe you haven't had a best friend to that extent. And I'm saying this because that's how you create friendships that last. I don't think anybody really likes the idea of making friends with someone, being super, super close to them, and after a couple of years, you don't speak to them anymore. So I'm saying some preventative measures here right now. I want you guys to know what you're in for, and I think a lot of this is common knowledge, but it's just a reminder. Now, when you have surface level friends that you don't really feel would be there for you whenever you need them to be, or you don't really feel like you know them that well, or you don't really feel like they have your back as much as you would like them to, you have to also reflect on how do you act as a friend? How are you there for them? How are you caring for them? How are you prioritizing them in your life? Because a lot of the times it's really, really easy to point the finger at other people and say, oh, well, she doesn't put enough effort into our friendship or she doesn't, she doesn't, you know, reach out to me every day or like reach out to me now and then to go hang out or to do this or to do that. So take that finger, point it back at yourself and say, what do I do? What do I do that shows this person that I want to be closer to them or I want to create a deeper friendship? And there are things that you can do. There, there are ways to deepen a friendship, but you have to make sure that you're taking the first step if that's what you want, because you can't expect someone to do that if you haven't really communicated that with them. And seeing as they are your surface level friends right now and probably have been for a bit, it seems like there probably hasn't really been any communication. So let's take this in a kind of situational example. You have these surface level friends or people that are consider that you consider friends and not best friends and you don't see them too often you talk to them now and now and again they hang out with you but it never really is like a deeper conversation you never really talk about your lives you kind of are just friendly with each other and you move on with your life and you go do other things and you reach back again after two weeks and yada yada yada. if you want to change that and you think that these people are the types of people that you want to be close to then I suggest start by reaching out more often. When you start reaching out, I think that they'll get the idea like, oh, okay, using myself as an example, oh, you know, Alex is making some more effort. Alex is talking to me more often. Let me put the same effort forward and like see if I can make myself available next week to hang out with her and then yada, yada, yada. I also think that breaking the barrier even if you think it's weird because you don't talk to this person about deeper things breaking that barrier and talking to them about how do you feel how is your mental health how's your family how's your relationship going I think one thing and I'm talking specifically about female friendships because that's where I have experience in is that when you break that barrier and break that wall of like your exterior personality, which I think everybody has that type of exterior personality. Once you break that wall down and make someone feel comfortable to talk to you about the way that they feel or the way that their relationship is going 
with their other friends or their family or their boyfriend, girlfriend, etc., you create a space that feels safe. And that's probably one of the most important things to have in a friendship is a space that feels safe that you can go to when you need to and vice versa, that you hold space for that person to come to you if they need you. So creating that to your best ability, I think is a really important way and a good way to make somebody feel closer and allow yourself to feel closer to that person by opening up to each other. It sounds simple in a way, but it also, not everybody is meant to be your friend. That's something that I have to remind you guys because there's thousands of people out there. If every single person you were friends with in high school, you were still friends with today, you would probably lose your mind. So consider the fact that even if you do do this and open up to this person and become more vulnerable with this person and try your best to create a space that's safe for each other, sometimes that person is not going to be compatible with you. And I don't want you guys to be discouraged by that because there's so many people out there that are going to click with you better than this person. Okay. So keep that in mind, even if you try with someone and they don't reciprocate the same energy as you, in terms of wanting to become closer friends, um, you don't have to be discouraged by that because you're going to have levels of friendships in your whole life and that's not a bad thing. That, that maybe just means that that person's not meant to be your closest, closest best friend and in that small circle of very, very close intimate people in your life and that's okay because you can still love people and you can still appreciate them and still hold space for them as a less closer friend and that's fine too i can't remember if i talked about this or not in another episode but i had a probably not because i feel like this is a recent therapy therapy fun fact that i got but my therapist told me one time i remember that i was explaining to her that i was having some conflicts in like certain relationships with some friends and she was explaining to me that in life you're gonna have levels to your friendships And it's up to you to decide where a certain person lies in the levels of friendships that you have. And she described it as circles. So your inner circle is your closest, most intimate people that you are, have the deepest friendship and relationship with. And sometimes that's only a select few people or sometimes even one. Then you go to your, the circle that's around that and that those are just your close friends, your friends that you talk to pretty often, not too, too much. They don't know every single aspect of your life that you share, um, but they know a decent amount. They know you well. And then on the very exterior, you have your acquaintances. You have the people that you talk to now and then that you do consider a friend of some sort, but not deep by any means and not a close friend. And then the very, very outside circle into the abyss, you have kind of the stranger category, the people that you don't really know at all. And it's up to you to decide where you want to place these people based on your boundaries. And people can fluctuate from the inner circle to the outer circle or the outer circle to the inner circle, you know, whatever it is. So taking that into consideration, it's your choice on where you want these people to be in the friendship category, in the friendship circle, and depends on your effort that you put into bringing them into the closest circle and 
the effort that they reciprocate back. A lot of the times I'm saying this where like very strategically, but at the same time, these things really come naturally. They flow in a way that sometimes you don't even recognize. You're just getting closer and closer and closer with the person because you're spending more and more time with them. But with that being said, I still think that it starts with a certain push from one person and seeing that push back from the other person. So like you making this step forward to text the person and be like, hey, how are you doing? Like, I want to make sure you're good. Like, I want to see how you've been feeling, blah, blah, blah. Give them a space to tell you that. And then, you know, see if they return the same energy to you a few days later or a few weeks later, if they're checking on you and seeing how you are. And then making plans with that person. And then, you know, it, it flows like this. Like, it's a really natural way of growing a friendship. That's personally how I feel like deeper friendships are made is when you make space for them to be deeper. If all you do is ask them to hang out every other day and sometimes they're busy and sometimes they have other plans and sometimes it's last minute and they say no and you take that as like, oh, okay, like this person doesn't want to be my close friend. They don't really care. They're not trying to be close to me. Then you're not really looking at it in the right way. You're kind of forcing something in a way and also not knowing what a real deep friendship is about. It's not just seeing each other every day. You can see someone every day and not really have that close of a relationship with them, right? So yeah, that's my answer to that. Um, Evolving friendships takes time and effort. And this is also very specific to female friendships, I'm realizing. So if you are a male and you want to make friends with men, I suggest listening to a man's podcast because I genuinely would not know. Apologies for that. Someone else asked how to make friends in your 20s. And this is a really difficult question, also kind of related to my last question, but I didn't want to include it into the last one because it's slightly obviously different Um, because you're making friends from scratch here. It's not really like developing a friendship from having a friendship to being a closer one. You know what I mean? So this can be a bit difficult or let me tell you that because I'm the type of person and I feel like I've talked about this before where I don't have the extroverted personality when I meet somebody when they're a stranger to make them feel like I don't know how to describe this like to portray my personality in a correct way so I think that sometimes I'm not very good at making friends off the bat. Now, if you're not in school anymore, it can be more difficult. If you are in school, take the opportunity to go out of your way and introduce yourself to people. Sometimes all it has to do is start off with an introduction. And luckily, when you're in school, you have a lot of common ground, which is where I would say is the easiest way to start conversation with people is have a common ground. Your common ground would be being in the same class, going to the same school, having to study for the same test, having to do the same assignment. These are all areas of common ground where you could create conversation, create a way to get to know a person or to even just start, you know, introducing yourself to someone. So that's if you are in school, take your opportunities as they come. Now, if you're not, it can be a little bit more difficult. And the only way that I would know personally how to make friendships is to put yourself in a position to make them. Now that means put yourself in a place where you can meet people. This is going to take some effort. If you're anything like me and you're in a similar situation of, let's say, you work from home, 
you have the same friends that you have had for like the past 10 years and you don't really necessarily meet people too often. You need to try to put yourselves in positions to meet new people. And there's a many, 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 many different places where you can do this, okay? But the, the fact is you can't just sit around, you know, all you do is kind of go to the grocery store or, you know, random things throughout your day and expect to be able to make friends because you're not putting yourself in positions to meet anyone, so some places you can meet people. Let me list them off. The gym. This might be an awkward place that you might think, okay, why am I going to meet people, make friends here? It can be considered a little bit awkward. But once you're at the gym and you go kind of routinely and you start to see the same people over and over again, you might see a girl with a cute pair of leggings and ask her where her leggings are from. You might be wanting to use a machine and a girl is using the machine and asked to work in with her. Strike up a conversation. You might go to the same coffee shop every other day and see the same types of people or see the same person working at the coffee shop every day. Put yourself out there to start a conversation with them. Um, another opportunity could be to sign up for a class of some sort. I think a big one is exercise classes. These are places where you can meet more people. Put yourself in community spaces where you can meet other people. That is my only advice. <laughs> that and pushing the common ground of the environment and then creating conversation through that. Okay, I might not be the best person asked to how to make friends, but I think these are two basic things that you can do to put yourself in situations to make friends. Don't beat yourself up if these people aren't becoming close friends of yours because it's a difficult thing to do. It's not that easy to have people be your closest, tightest group of friends when you're starting to look for these friends in your 20s and you might ha not have as much opportunity as you did when you were in elementary, high school, university, you know? So don't beat yourself up about it. Don't feel bad if you don't really have that close people, that, that many close people to you because I know for a fact that if someone's meant to be in your life, they will be. And it really just comes down to you giving yourself the chance and the opportunity to meet these people when the time's right. Someone said, feeling excluded out of things with my friends. Should I get new friends? Another question I got was how to know when you should stop putting effort into a friendship. I think these both have to do with each other. Okay. Now, one of the things that I relate to the most, not in a way of being like, I have been like this my whole entire life, but I have definitely been in situations where this has happened to me, is the idea of being excluded out of things when it comes to your friends. Now, this can happen pretty often when you're in a friend group and you sense, because we are human beings and we can sense things, we have intuition. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You sense that people 
Okay, Mariela just started taking a shower and our walls are connected. So if you hear that, I'm so sorry. Um, you sense that people are leaving you out of things intentionally. And it's in our human nature to be offended by this because your immediate instinct and thought process is to blame yourself and be like, what's wrong with me? Why don't they want to include me in certain things? What am I doing wrong? Am I not as good as them? Am I not as good of a friend? It can be kind of damaging because it's an element of like rejection from the people that you should be the closest to to not be included into things that you expect yourself to be included into. And a thought process that would happen to me a lot of the times is I wouldn't do that to them. I wouldn't purposefully exclude them out of a situation. I wouldn't not invite this person if I was hanging out with this group of people because I would know that they would feel offended by that. Now, this is usually our immediate reaction is to be hurt by this and to be like, okay, well, what the fuck is going on? You know, like this, they're shitty for doing that to me. And I feel shitty now because I don't feel like I'm good enough. What I've learned from these situations is if you are a person who makes good friends, if you're a person who knows to keep around good people in your life, let's say, you know, these people are inherently good people and they don't have bad intention towards you. You need to take a step back for a second and think to yourself, is this person doing this to hurt me or could I just not be seeing the full story? Could I not just not be seeing, you know, their side of things and not really understanding and only seeing it from a place of like my ego being hurt because it feels like they're doing it to me rather than them just doing something and not really considering how you felt in that moment, but then you're taking it badly. Okay. Now, in this situation, I think that the only right thing for you to do, literally the only right thing, is go and talk to this person in a calm way and just say, hey, I don't really understand why I wasn't included in these plans. Can you please explain it to me? I want to know because I personally, if I made those plans, I would have wanted you to be there. Let them tell you and explain to you why. You can get one of two options, probably more, but right now I'm going to talk about one of two options. One, this person wanted to spend alone time with a different friend and that didn't mean any harm to you. That didn't mean they didn't necessarily want to be around you or with you, but this person just wanted to hang out with the other person. Let's say they hung out with one other person and they wanted to have an alone time hangout with them. And then, you know, let's say they don't make that effort with you. They don't have alone time hangouts with you that's something that you could bring up to them and be like oh, okay no that's totally understandable I get why you would just want to have alone time with this person it makes sense but I'd also like it if you made the effort to have a one-on-one hangout with me as well so it doesn't feel unfair that you're only making effort with this person and not with me now if they're an inherently good person like I said before and you know that they don't mean bad to you they're gonna be like of course yeah I'm sorry I didn't you know think of it in that way and I'm going to make more time and effort to hang out with you one-on-one too so you don't feel excluded. This is where peace, love, and happiness comes from, communication and understanding. But let's say your second option comes out and they're like, why are you so upset? Like, are you are you jealous that I'm hanging out with Nancy and not with you? Are you pissed off? Like, we're just closer than I am with you. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know what you want me to do about that. This person reacts with negativity. They react with like almost 
in a way that shows you like, oh, this bitch did it on purpose. You know what I mean? Like she went and hung out with Nancy on purpose and didn't invite me so that I could get triggered. So that I could be like, oh, what the fuck and get jealous about it. This is when this person is not inherently good, okay? They did something with the intention to piss you off and they did something to aggravate you in a way that they knew would aggravate you. And that's when you have to take whatever response they gave back to you and then know what you are going to put up with and what you're not going to put up with. Now, this goes back to the other question, how to know when you should stop putting effort into a friendship. I think if repetitive problems like this come up over and over again, where somebody is excluding you out of things and you keep explaining to them that, you know, it doesn't make you feel good. It makes you feel hurt and like you want to be included in these things or at least come to some kind of compromise where like in the other example I said, she would be like, yeah, for sure. I'll spend one-on-one time with you as well so it doesn't feel unfair. Then there's going to be no resolution because there's really no other way around it. If you don't understand or if they don't give you a reasonable reason as to why they're excluding you from things or something that makes sense in your brain and you would be like, oh, okay, I understand that, like it makes sense, then they're disrespecting your boundary in a way. They're they're disrespecting what you need out of a friendship and not giving you what you need. And that goes back to a whole nother topic of you making sure that you're being treated in the right way. I talk about that a lot more in another episode. I think it was... um friends don't have to be forever episode from season one I think I think that's episode where I kind of go into like red and green flags of friendships and the elements of like what is important in a friendship and if you're not getting what you personally need from a friendship which is also something that you guys have to reflect on mind you like you need to know what it is you want out of a friendship what you want that person specifically to be doing for you and you reciprocating those things and if that person no matter how much you communicate no matter how much you try to understand them and come to any kind of compromise is not giving you what you need that's when you stop putting effort in if they're intentionally hurting you and you've explained to them okay and you've listened to them and you've done everything you could as a inherently good person that you are and they're still not, you know, matching your needs, giving you what you need, or they're disrespecting your boundaries and not giving you the respect that you deserve, that's when you walk away from a friendship. I talked about this in that episode where I said if a romantic relationship is held to such a high standard because a lot of people know, I feel like, what they deserve out of romantic relationships, you should put your friendship to the same standard a very close friendship should have the same needs the same wants the same boundaries as a partner a romantic relationship because these relationships in your life are equally as important they both deserve to be held to just as high of a standard as each other because they affect you in the same way so if your best friends aren't treating you with the same respect and love and everything that you know that you want and need out of a friendship this is when you leave this is when you stop putting effort in because it's come to the point where you've tried your hardest and you don't want to run yourself dry and you also have to remember that these people might not be meant to be in your life forever 
and that sometimes friendships end, okay? Sometimes these friendships are no longer serving you. They're no longer making you happy. They're no longer doing what they did before. So this is when you leave, okay? And and the way that I talked about relationships and friendships and their parallels, I think that you can still feel heartbreak. You can still feel this immense amount of sadness. You can still feel this like attachment being broken when you end very, very close friendships. I don't want you guys to think like, oh, just because it's a friend, I can't hurt this bad. No, that shit hurts. That shit has the same effect, if not sometimes worse than a breakup would because you held that person to such a close, close, close relationship with you and something happens where, you know, a situation like this might happen where they stop putting in the same effort as you or they're excluding you out of things and you just need to let the friendship go. And you you know in your heart, in your mind and everything what you need out of a friendship. And if you're not getting that, that's when I say you go and or what I mentioned before with the friendship circle, you remove these per- people out of your innermost closest circle and put them into a different circle for however long you need to. Okay. Another question I got. My best friend and I have been best friends for years, but she gets annoyed when I get close with anyone else. Is this weird? Um, another question that has to do with that was how to deal with jealousy and friendships. I think these obviously have a lot to do with each other. So we're going to answer that together as well. So jealousy. Jealousy is a big, big thing. And this can be taken in perspective of a relationship too, because just because you're not you know, exclusive with someone in terms of a friendship, you can still get jealous and it's still valid. Now, I think that there's two sides to jealousy and I've talked about this before, so sorry that we're repeating a lot of things, but we've got some new listeners, so it's fine. Um, You can be jealous from someone provoking that jealousy or your inner insecurities that come from something else. So jealousy can be provoked from from the other person let's say your best friend is purposefully canceling plans with you and hanging out with a new friend that they made obviously doing this is going to create jealousy in you and that's something that's completely valid because the only explanation in your eyes is that this person would rather spend time with their new friend than the friend that they've been friends with for let's say 10 years and that's hurtful that's something that you're going to be like, what the fuck? Like, hello, I was here for 10 years. Who's Becky? You just met this girl. So it makes sense why you're jealous. Jealousy can also be provoked when you feel like your relationship with this person is not safe. Let's say you've been getting into a lot of arguments with your friend. Like you've had a lot of disagreements and these disagreements these disagreements haven't really been solved. They've kind of just been pushed away and you never really came to any kind of understanding with each other. You just kind of push it to the back burner and then you guys are both like, no, yeah, we're good. And you hang out as normal, but you don't feel safe in the friendship because this has happened so many times and you guys are holding grudges towards each other. And because you're holding grudges, your relationship's going to change. Your friendship is going to reflect these grudges and it's going to reflect like, all the problems that you've had that you haven't been able to solve because you both have just been pushing it to the back burner. When you have a friendship like this, 
that doesn't feel safe that feels kind of like you're walking on eggshells and somebody could do something without the intention of making you insecure like let's say they go and sit next to somebody else in class okay that that's just like a really random example but like you always sit next to your best friend in class they go sit next to someone else it's a very small small act that the other person might not even consider to be something that would make you jealous or insecure but it makes you jealous and insecure because you feel like well me and my best friend have been fighting a lot lately. Maybe she just doesn't want to be friends with me anymore. Maybe she's moving seats in class because she doesn't even want to be around me. Like she doesn't want to be friends with me anymore. That creates jealousy and that comes from a different place because even though it's provoked by that person, it wasn't with intention and it comes from problems in the actual friendship rather than the person being bad. Does this make sense? Hopefully. Those are two different options for jealousy to be provoked in friendships. Now, my other option would be jealousy that comes from you. Sometimes you have to take a step back and think, is this jealousy being brought on to me by this person? Are they doing things intentionally to me? Is there problems within the friendship? Or is this coming from something that doesn't even have to do with them? Because you'd be surprised with how much internal shit that maybe a previous friend has done or something has happened to you throughout, you know, when you were growing up, your relationships with your parents, your relationships with authority. I don't know. You know, the the psyche is interesting. There's a lot of things that can change the way you act and feel that you've like grown up with experiences that alter the way you are now or recent experiences that have happened to you that still sit with you that affect relationships that have nothing to do with that do you know what I mean so in this case you have to take a step back and realize like okay is this coming from the friendship itself or is it coming from me if you get to the bottom of it and it's coming from you there's always space for you to explain this to your friend so that they can cater to your needs and act in a way to help you with these insecurities but at the same time it's also your responsibility to work on healing that insecurity that came from something else okay because if you don't those insecurities are going to get bigger and badder throughout your friendship and going to affect your friendship when they didn't have to do or come from your friendship in the first place now for somebody who said my best friend and I have been best friends for years but she gets annoyed when I get close with anyone else consider everything that I just said there does any of it apply to you do you think that your friendship doesn't feel safe right now maybe you haven't even realized it you know like these are things that can happen that you that are not like extremely conscious do you think that recently your friendship has kind of been on the rocks and maybe you haven't had enough time to go through your problems or maybe you're not as close with her right now and you're not putting as much effort in as you normally do don't take this as a bad way because sometimes it happens. It doesn't mean you're a bad friend if you haven't been able to pay as much attention to your friend now recently. Everybody has other shit going on in their lives. But it's a matter of like realizing that and then doing something to fix it. So has there been problems in your friendship? Is there reasons maybe that you have put yourself in a position or put your friend in a position for them to be insecure? You need to consider that. Now, if you think that you haven't done anything and it's possible that you haven't done anything specifically 
bad that would make your friend feel insecure or make your friend feel jealous for any reason like you haven't done anything let's say if this person is someone that you care about and you really consider them a best friend although it's not your responsibility to figure out how someone else feels and why they feel it sometimes it can help you in the long run to reach out to that person and be like listen can you explain to me like what it is that i'm doing or what it is that's really bothering you about the situation and really making you jealous because it might be that you're not seeing something that you're doing or it could be like i said before that they have something that they have dealt with in the past that makes them feel insecure because let's say this happened to them with another best friend before they started hanging out with other people and then they left them they stopped being friends with her they left her in the dust and they just didn't care about her anymore maybe you acting this way although you don't realize it maybe hanging out with other friends more often or whatever it is this person's getting triggered by it, even though you hang out with other people doesn't mean you don't love your best friend anymore it just means you like these other people too and you want to balance the time between them but if that's how your best friend feels i really feel like in this situation all she really needs is reassurance and maybe a tiny tiny bit more effort to kind of be like yeah i'm still here i'm still your best friend i still love you okay so try communicating and like i said even though it's not your responsibility to communicate sometimes people need a little helping hand to get it started because they don't really know where the problem lies and if you think you can help then you should Alrighty. well that's all i got for today um we touched on a lot of different stuff some jealousy and friendships creating deeper friendships um what to do when you should leave and stop putting effort into friendships so yeah there's much more to talk about i'm sure but i hope that i helped you guys with this i hope that you took a little something away from this too if you haven't heard the other episode on friendship it can kind of probably answer a few more of your questions if you guys are interested check out uh friends don't have to be forever i think that's what it's called also the podcast instagram at between you and me podcast and yes get excited for some more topics to come in the future weeks i love you guys thank you so much for supporting this podcast it doesn't go unnoticed i really do appreciate all of your love your dms and things that i get even if i don't respond i read them and my heart is very very full and i love you guys for it so thank you for supporting me and i hope you guys have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.